0: Boom. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Linux in the Shell, episode 23, The Date Command. My name is Dan Washko. I'll be your host today. And before starting, I'd like to thank Hacker Public Radio for not only hosting the website, but also the audio files. If you have not already contributed or listened to Hacker Public Radio, I strongly suggest that you do so. It's a fantastic community. So head on over to hackerpublicradio.org to find out what you can do and the wonderful shows that are already available for your listening pleasure, and education. Today we're going to talk about the Date Command, which is an extremely versatile tool, particularly for getting timestamps and displaying date and other types of information. Uh, it's, I use it all the time in scripts to, to uh, not only, like I say, set a timestamp, um, but to do some comparisons and, and stuff like that in there. It's, it's extremely useful. Now, the Date Command makes use of the LC underscore time value of your locale. Uh, now the locale is set when you install a system when it asks you for your time zone and you know your keyboard, your language defaults and stuff like that. That is generally what what sets up your locale. So uh, LC time or what date uses for the time formatting is part of locale. Locale uh, basically sets your language and cultural. Uh, formatting for things like date, time, currency, and all that. So, uh, now, how you adjust locale and where that set, those settings are stored, uh, a little beyond the scope of this episode, but in, in a nutshell, again, on Arch system, it's in the etsy.locale.com file. On a Red Hat based system, it's, uh, that information is stored in etsy, uh, slash sysconfig slash i18n. On a Debian-based system, it's in Etsy default slash locale. Uh, look at your, doc, your documentation for your distribution if you really want to know how to set your locale or reset it or to temporary, temporarily set your locale for you know whatever purposes that you would want to. Um, but anyway, uh, the date command uses the uh, LC underscore time values of your locale. Uh, and just issuing the date command by itself. Now I'm going to to preface by saying a lot of the examples on the website, maybe some of the things I'll express here are in the video. Uh the LC time value is uh en underscore US dot UTF dash eight. So it's it's an I'm coming from a US English perspective here. And my my time zone is America slash New York. So it's Eastern time zone with daylight savings time. Uh so be aware of that. Your mileage may vary if you're in a different time zone, different part of the world, uh, so be aware of that, different country. Okay, anyway, issuing the date command by itself is just going to display the current date and time of your system. The value is going to come out looking like something like Saturday, February 9th, eleven forty-eight fifty-one. 51, time zone being Eastern, and the year 2013. Uh, so that, that's kind of the default format on my system when I issue the date command. Now, let's say that you want to find a different time instead of the, the current time. Uh, and then you might say, well, if I already know the time that I'm looking for, why would I want to find it? Well, uh, let's come at it from a different perspective. The dash D option or dash date equals takes a, a date as a, as a string format and returns the value and you say well okay but what would i put in there well you don't necessarily just put in like you don't put in april 14th 2013 and it doesn't just spit back april 14th 2013 in all actuality it would but it would add some other information on there like Probably the hour, which would be set to midnight zero 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 minutes zero zero seconds, whatever and, and but anyway, what it, what you would want to do a lot of times with the dash d option is to say like date dash d five days, and that will tell you the date five days from now, that full format. It would set the option to be you know just like the the format that we talked about right now before and the actual syntax would have been date 5 days so it would look at the current date of the system and just advance it 5 days and give you that information you can do date 2 days ago and it would show you those the date 2 days ago you again you might be saying okay that starts to make some sense there i can get some pretty good information if i had that in a script so you you can do a bunch of different options in there passing there you could do like days months Years, hours, minutes, seconds. You could put a go in there. It'll show you the past. So if you did like date dash D five minutes, it would show you five minutes in the future. Or five months, it would show you five months into the future what the, the date would be. Five months in the future. Now, that's going to come in real handy when we start talking in a few minutes about different ways to format the date. Because you can pull some really great information out of there. Like you can get the day of the week of the date five days from now, or five months from now, this day of the month, five days from now, what day of the week it's going to be. Or you can look back and say, this day in 2005, seven years ago. No, it would be eight years ago now, sorry. Print out the day of the week it was. And so we'll get to that in just a minute. But before before we continue on, the dash F or dash dash file equals option, what that does is it allows you to... Do the same thing as dash D, but it takes as input a file that in each line has those parameters in it. So, for instance, if you had a a file that's called date file, and the first line was, you know, five days ago, second line was one month, and the third line was two hours, ten minutes, and the fourth option was like Monday, it would pass to the date command. Those values, so it would show you the date value, three, you know, five days in the past, one month in the future, two hours, ten minutes in the future. It would show you the date of the next following Sunday coming up or Monday, what I said right there. So you can do, like, those parameters that you would pass with the dash D, you can pass those uh You know, put those into a file, as many as you want, and pass the dash F command and, the, and that file name, and it would spit out the values for each line. So that, that could be pretty handy. Uh, so uh, that, those are pretty neat options right there. Let's talk about formatting the output of the date command. Now, I could get really, really dry and boring here. Maybe if some of you haven't thought, this might be a little boring already. But how could it be? This is exciting stuff, Linux in the shell. You can. You, there, there are a ton of different ways to display different values of the dates, but the format is is the same. It execute the date command, and if you want to get just specific values of the date or time, it's the plus sign followed by a percentage and a variable. And the variables are all like single letter variables, both upper and lower case, and there's a ton of them. But it, for instance. If you wanted to get to show just this, the full year, the full four-year string, that's four characters of the year string, that would be date plus percent capital Y. If you wanted to just look at the um, name of the day of the full day of the week, that would be date plus percent capital A. So there's a whole bunch of those different things in there. And as you can see, you can start stringing those, those values together because, uh, the formatting in this is that it, it accepts other characters in there, but it translates the percentage and the variable into what that value for the date command is. So like if you did, uh, date plus percent capital Y dash percent M, so that's lowercase M dash percent D, that's going to give you the full date format of percent, capital Y, is equal to 2013. This is the year. Puts a dash in there, then it gives you the month, then puts a dash in there and gives you the year. So if you wanted to actually print out a string, like um, today is the day of the week, day name of the week, it would be plus, you would put in double quotes, double quotes plus... Well, you wouldn't put plus yet. It'd be double quotes. Today is plus percent capital A uh, space of the week, and the double quotes, and that would print out whatever it is. It would be like, for instance, right now recording this. Today is Saturday of the week. That doesn't make sense, but you get the idea, right there. Uh, so the, you can format now. Let's let's go back a second there to when I was talking about the dash D command. Okay, when I said the dash D, like I said, well, let's say that you wanted to find the day this like today. Today is Saturday, February 10th, 2013. What was the day of the week a year ago? What was the day of the week? Well, if you would put in if you would type in for the date command date and then dash D one year ago. That's going to give you this day a year ago, February 9th, a year ago. And that would be putting it in February 9th, a year ago. That would be Thursday of the week. But I could just get the day of the week by putting percent A. So I would do date dash D in double quotes one year ago, close the double quotes, and do plus percent A. And all I'm getting back is Thursday. The full string. So you can get some really cool stuff. Now, it, it, there are some some values that aren't necessarily displayed in the default output of the date command. Um, or they're, they're displayed in different ways. Uh, you can get, uh, and so you can have, alter those values to come back when you do a dash D option. It's really handy. So you can look ahead into the future and say, what's it going to be, what's today's date going to be? A year from now. Well, it's not going to be Saturday a year from now. The date is going to be a year from now, Sunday. So it's just going to be one day in, in ahead. Really cool stuff. Really fun. Great, great stuff with the date command. Uh, if you want to know all those different variables, like, uh, percent capital C is going to give you the century that we're in. Head on over. To the website, look it up, or just go to man date. That's going to tell you all that information. Now, there are some other options to date that you probably, uh, some other formatting options. By default, the date command pads empty spaces with zeros. So, if you had a single digit month, day, hour, it would prepend a zero to that, like uh, 1 p.m. would be... 0, 01 p.m. by default. You can change those values or how that, that behavior with a few formatting options, flags that go in between the percent sign and the variable. Like, let's, we're talking about, uh, we'll, we'll start with just talking about minute. Now, minute is, minute of the day is, uh, percent capital M and it has a leading zero. If you put a percent hyphen capital M, all right, then that removes the pre- the the padded zero, so it gets rid of the zero. It does not do any padding. If instead of, of a hyphen you put an underscore in there, so percent underscore capital M, it changes uh, it changes the zero paddings with with spaces. So what was before zero 9 now becomes space nine. If you put a zero in between value percent zero capital M, you get padded with zeros, which is the default of what we're talking about. Now there's another two options here. One is the carrot, which is typically that symbol above the six. What you do is uh, plus percent carat, and l- let's choose a different one. Percent P shows AM or PM, but it's capitalized. Percent capital P shows AM or PM, but lowercase. Well, if you did plus percent carrot capital P, that's equivalent to doing plus percent P because the caret it says use uppercase if possible, so it, it would change the lowercase am and the percent capital P to uppercase. There was the same thing with the uh, hash or the pound sign. That uses lowercase if possible, so that would change percent lowercase p, which is capital am or pm. If you did percent pound lowercase p, it would change it from capital to lowercase. There's a couple of things there. Now, there's there's an option also to uh, append a number. If you append a number between a percent and the variable that you're using, it uh, will specify the width of the field. Um, in my playing around with this and experience, the appending, like if you did a plus percent 8Y, capital Y, that's going to append 8 fields in front of the four-digit year. Okay, so you're going to get, by default, eight zeros in front of the year. Now, if you were to do plus percent 2Y, it does not limit it to only the the, uh, two characters. It doesn't truncate values. I have not found it to truncate values. It will only pad if the value is greater than the fields being returned, the number of, of fields being returned. Just be aware of that. There are some other options that are only really supported by specific locales. One is a as da- a capital E. So if you were to per- put a percent capital E and any one of the these following variables, uh, lower uppercase C, lower or uppercase X, lower uppercase Y, it will use an alternative representation for the values. Now the man file gives an example of of using it. And like Japanese locale where it would show you, and using with the year, it would show you the year from the emperor's reign. Uh, something like that. I don't have any alternate values that I could see on my, uh, my locale. Similarly with, uh, putting zero, uh, which can only be applied to numeric conversions. If you do a percent zero and the value, it'll use in a locale's alternative numeric system if you have one. I've not had anything like that, uh, for me, so just to be aware of that. All right, so we've covered a lot of basic uses of what you would use, the date command, how you can format variables. There are a few other uh, flags there that you can use um, for specifically displaying the, the output of the date command in specific ISOs or RFC formats. One is the dash capital R or dash dash RFC dash 2822. And that will output the format in the RFC 2822 format, which by default on my system gives, returns uh, Saturday, comma, 09, Feb, uh, it uses Feb abbreviation of the month. Then it gives the year 2013 and the time, uh, hour, minute, second, and then also displays the time, numeric time zone value, which is negative zero five zero zero. Uh, there are two other options, dash capital I or dash dash ISO dash 8601. That one, by default, just displays the date in the format of four-digit year dash month dash day. Uh, then there's also RFC dash 3339, or it's dash dash RFC dash 3339. Now, be aware that that one requires a time spec to be passed to it now both the dash i and dash dash rfc dash 3339 uh, dash i will accept a time spec but it's not required rfc dash 3339 requires a time spec and what the what a time spec is is it differs between the two because they accept different time specs but it could be one of these Uh, for i both iso 8601 and RFC 3339. They accept date as time spec, just the word date, and it returns that date. Like they both return the year month day. Then uh, ISO 8601 accepts hours and minutes. And what those two do, those do is that will print for hours. It will print the the date and then T for time, capital T, and then the hour. And then the time zone offset. And if you do minutes, it will do the, you know, the the year, capital T, hour, colon, minutes. And then the time zone offset. Now, both RFC-3339 and ISO 8601 except seconds. And that does the formatting of the year, uh, well, the date, the year, month, day, T, hour, Minute, second, and time zone offset. Now the difference between the two is ISO 8601 shows time zone offset as being like zero five zero zero, whereas RFC dash thirty three three nine shows the offset as as a you know minus zero five colon zero zero. All right, and then the final option. So both of those is ns for nanoseconds, which shows you that the, always ex- oh, the exact same string I was talking about before, but after seconds, it has a comma and, uh, puts the, uh, nanoseconds value in there. That's, uh, typically a, a rather large string right there. It shows you the nanoseconds that it's at. There is a way to display universal or UTC time, and that's, uh, date dash u or dash dash UTC or dash dash universal. That will output the, uh, the current time and UTC. That can be very handy. And that uh, covers it for displaying the date. The date command also allows you to set your system's date or time with the dash S option. And if you do a uh, date dash S and you specify a, a time, like for instance dash date S in double quotes like 2013-01-15 um, and then 08-15-44. That's going to set the current system date to the year 2013 to the month of January to the day of January 15th. That'll become the date. Then the time is going to be 8.15 a.m. 44 seconds. Now, you have to have elevated or root privileges to be able to adjust your your system's date and time Uh, and if you're using something like ntp and network time protocol you probably don't want to be messing around with your date but you you can you can adjust your date if you leave off any values they just get set to zero Um, so if you just specified the date it would set the uh, time to zero 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 as if it was midnight stroke of midnight the final switch that i want to make reference to is called the reference switch. That is dash r or dash dash reference equals and some file name. And what that'll do is it will allow you to display the last modification time of a file. And then you can use the formatting variables to display that value any format that you want to. So that's again, that's the dash r or dash dash reference equals file and displays the last modification time of that file. That's the date command in a nutshell describing it. It's a very powerful tool. Wonderful to have. I strongly recommend you get a little comfortable with it because it'll help you with scripts um, and and doing backups and all sorts of nifty things. Always using the the date command. Uh, Head on over to the website linuxintheshell.org Check out the write-up on it to get more information on using the date command and to watch the video on some of the examples. My name has been Dan Washko. I thank you for listening to Linux in the Shell. I strongly encourage you to support Hacker Public Radio that supports this show. And you have a great day. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binref.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Sharealike, 3.0 License.